Hi, friend. Welcome to episode 30 of Sally's Performing Arts Lab podcast. Today, I talk with Chicago's Monday through Friday festival founder, Bry Liggins. Every day I gotta stop for a minute Think about how good my life is with you in it Every day I wanna stop and think about you podcast host, Sally Adams. Every week, I talk to people about creating original work for a live audience. Send an email anytime to sally at sallypal.com. Your ideas keep great conversations coming every Monday evening. Check out sallypal.com slash join for the free 20-page theater resource. It's a glossary of live performance support you'll need for your show. I'm working on another performing arts insert, and I'm interested in knowing what creators need as a performing arts resource. Do you need more information about venues? Do you want to know how to put more butts in seats on the cheap? Would you like to connect with other creators? Do you need more practical tips? If there are things you want included in the creator's notebook, let me know by sending an email to sally at sallypal.com. I read them all. Every. Single. One. In this episode, you'll hear my guest, Bry Liggins, share about a new Chicago arts festival, the Monday through Friday Fest. Bry started out in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Holland Hall School as the shy kid in the back row. It wasn't too long before she became a regular member of the performing arts groups as a lead actor and a slam poet. Bry has a background in film, theater, music, and spoken word. As a louder-than-a-bomb participant, Bry traveled to Chicago, where she fell in love with the art scene. We talked a little bit about that spoken word event where she and another Sally Pal guest, David Colocolo, from episode 22, performed original work. While studying filmmaking at Columbia College in Chicago, Bry volunteered for the multi-day Chicago International Movies and Music Festival, also known as SimFest. Bry quickly rose to festival manager and started to see career options. Since graduating, she's declared 2018 the year of Bry. M through F Fest is her shot at creating opportunities for artists that connect them to resources while showcasing their work. If you want to get in on the ground floor of the M through F Fest, contact Bry Liggins at bry at m-ffest.org. The website, www.m-ffest.org, should be up by the end of the month. Be sure and listen until the end of the interview for concise advice from the interview and words of wisdom from George. Let's get started. Bry Liggins, welcome to Sally Pal. Thank you for having me. I am super excited to talk to you because we haven't talked in a few years. It has been a really long time, and I'm glad we can talk and have this nice conversation. Yeah, and you've got some big stuff happening. Now, let me start by saying we knew each other back when you were a student in Oklahoma, and you live in Chicago now. Yes. Yes. And you were also a participant in the Louder Than a Bomb team that went to nationals in Chicago. Is that where you started to be interested in living in Chicago? I actually wasn't looking at Chicago, but being involved in Louder Than a Bomb at the school 
really um, opened up some opportunities for me. And whenever we won, when we were lucky enough to win a competition, we got to travel to Chicago and see the big Louder Than a Bomb performances. And I just fell in love with the city. And so I was like, I can't really see myself being anywhere else. And I'm so lucky that I was able to participate in such a good organization that opened up so many other doors for me. So where did you end up going to school? I ended up going to Columbia College, Chicago. And then you ended up working as the festival manager for SimFest, the Chicago International Movies and Music Festival. Yes, another great organization that actually has a lot of uh, representatives that teach at Columbia. So it's really interesting to see how small the world it is. And I was lucky enough to go to a school that houses a lot of great professionals doing great things for the city and helping artists and musicians and filmmakers get off their feet and showcase their work. It's really exciting. That's a pretty big job for a young person. Did it feel overwhelming at times? Most definitely. <laughs> I think anything that you're incredibly passionate about and something that's so involved and with a good mission and a good message was it was a lot of pressure. I wanted to do the best that I could and really showcase my own work. But at the end of the day, it's kind of what got me out of bed in the morning, and I knew we were <laughs> doing it all for a good cause. So I was like, I'll just push through this and try and prove myself and try and help others. And you obviously did, and you found that you loved it so much that you decided you wanted to start your own festival. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's actually something I've been thinking about back when you knew me um, in middle school. Really? Yeah. It's been on my mind for a while. Um, back in high school, of course, we had a lot of cool organizations and clubs, and I just wanted to start it then, but as I got older and went to school, I was like, maybe I should think a little bit bigger. Maybe this shouldn't just be a little school club or an organization. Maybe I should do it on a grander scale and see if I can get more artists and musicians involved and that's kind of where that started, which is super fascinating to see how now, far back that went. Tell me a little bit about your festival, and let's talk about your process, because you're also a creator. Oh, true, yes. So um, M2FS, Music Through Film, Monday through Friday, is um, geared towards musicians and filmmakers and um, really just all artists in general. I have unfortunately know how difficult being an artist in today's time can be. Um, financially, of course, seeing so many of my friends um, on the brink of dropping out of school because they couldn't afford it or had to drop out of school. Right. And it's sad to see that they have to put their passion and their craft in the back burner and get a typical day job, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I hate to see them forget about what kind of gets them up and going every day. I want to create opportunities and teach artists how to be financially responsible and connect them with the right resources and just open up more opportunities for them so they don't have to forego their passion and their craft and just get them where they need to be. So is that part of what you want the festival to be able to offer? Yes. Hopefully in the future, we're still in the very early stages of creating mm -hmm. it, but hopefully mm -hmm. in the future we can create um, lodging opportunities where we can have literal artists and residents where they can live with us for an affordable price so mm -hmm. they don't have to worry about rent or where they're going to get their next meal and all they need to focus on is just creating 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 so you're focused on music and film do you see expanding that at any point oh definitely of course being involved with uh, louder than a bomb poetry is very close to my heart 
Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of great friends who are designers and a lot of writers and all art of any form definitely right. is something I just want to get through the door. Did you get a chance to hear the episode with David Colo on it? I interviewed him a few weeks ago. I'm so incredibly proud of him. It's so great to see all the great things he's doing. And he's still also doing the music and the spoken word. And I'm thinking that that's where your juice comes from. <laughs> exactly. He knows his <laughs> stuff and he's incredibly talented. Goodness yeah. gracious. <laughs> It'd be great if you could bring people like him in or, you know, young up-and-comers, and I'm sure you know a ton of them. Is that kind of what you're hoping to do? Most definitely. Going to Columbia and even at Holland Hall, I was able to just have the opportunity to meet so many talented young artists, and it's just been so great to build a community. And whenever I tell them about M3F, they're so excited about having the opportunity to just be a part of the mission. And I say um, we a lot when I'm talking mm-hmm. about M3F. As of now, it's kind of just me. <laughs> We're just kind of <laughs> in the early stages. From the very beginning, um, I don't want it to seem as though M3F is mine. It's as much yours as it is mine. It's for all artists. And honestly, we're just kind of all in this together. It's just really important to me that we all kind of band together, especially, unfortunately, in this political climate. I feel like artists are just, we're one of the the tough ones who really need to just push through and persevere. Culture and society need us more than ever now. Definitely. Definitely. So what is the process of putting together a festival? You're at the beginning stages, so you've probably been doing a lot of planning. Yes, a lot of planning. It's a lot of research, um, looking into other festivals, getting involved with other festivals. One of the good things about Chicago is that we have no shortage of them. So I've been volunteering and that's how I came across SimFest and I've been learning from some other great seasoned professionals. Also connecting with artists. You're going to need artists to showcase at a festival connecting Mm -hmm. with um, other communities, retailers to help sponsor you, other organizations who believe in your brand. It's just a lot of networking and building and believing that you have something to offer and hopefully convincing others to believe the same. Well, how do you handle it when you start to feel like this is too big for just me and I'm not sure I can do this because I'm sure you've hit that wall? All the time. It's really, <laughs> uh, I'm, I've am i always been quite the perfectionist, and I've just been like, I got it. I'm a one-man show. I have this. I have this. I have this. Mm-hmm. And it took me forever to realize that there's no shame in reaching out for help, especially a festival, which you definitely can't do this alone. I can't mm-hmm. showcase all my films. I can't all of a sudden, hopefully, though it would be nice, become a fantastic singer and put on a great show, (laughs) I had to depend on other folks to help bring me in and help support this mission. So I feel as though reaching out to others, collaboration is really the ultimate key and not being afraid of it. Let's say you're someone who's not put on a festival before or maybe even worked with a festival. What are the kinds of things that they would need to do? How do you reach out? Do you just start messaging people? It's as simple as that. If you go to a show and you see a nice musician, stick around after. Maybe pass them a card or just start a genuine conversation and say, you'd like to put on a show, uh, help them out. If you go to student events, there are a lot of showcases and screenings around local areas. You can check that out. If you see something you like, it's just a matter of introducing yourself to the artist, the filmmaker, the musician, 
and letting them know you like what you see and opening up that communication. And it doesn't have to be grand scale where you rent a park and get the permits and all of these legalities and you get a food truck and all of those elements that go into putting on a typical festivals like Lala or Coachella, such a grand scale. Honestly, Mm -hmm. maybe just even have a living room and you want to start small and you want to bring in a musician and bring over a couple of friends. It's as simple as that. Just putting, it's just a, a big party, honestly. I love that because I think that harkens back to the idea of the early human beings around the campfire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how we evolve the culture, right? If all we're doing is reading tweets, then culture doesn't really evolve. Yeah, it, it, it's there. <laughs> right. Let me ask you this. You're also a filmmaker. Well, you're an artist in many rights because you're an actor, a director, a filmmaker, and a musician. Tell me a little bit about your process in filmmaking. And you have had films and festivals as well. It's really exciting uh, to work, uh, I think, in the film industry. That's where I first realized that collaboration is key. Coming from such a small town, I didn't really have as much exposure to the film industry as I would have liked. So going to Chicago and going to an actual film school was really eye-opening, and I learned that I definitely can't do this alone, and I'm definitely going to need <laughs> help. And so having the opportunity to uh, work in different departments, be a production designer, dabble in editing, try out directing was really exciting, and it was great to meet other filmmakers and artists who are very passionate about the same things as myself. I know a lot of student filmmakers can easily, myself included, get discouraged when they see how talented their peers are. And it was really important to me that I not allow that to discourage me, but instead inspire me to keep going, keep going forward, giving it a shot, trying every little thing out, and just seeing where I fit in the industry. What ended up being your favorite thing about filmmaking? I would have to say meeting like-minded individuals. Running a festival seems like it's the perfect fit for you. Oh, most definitely, yeah. <laughs> so you get, that's, I think that was the part where I realized, oh, this is where I need to be because I get to bring everyone together. The product's already made and we're just mm-hmm. honestly just showcasing it and getting every single person who was involved in the door and just letting them meet other people and connect and it's really exciting. As much as I love, love, love teaching, and I do love teaching, and I love being an artist, a working artist, my passion is talking to other artists, connecting them, and seeing them thrive. Yeah, and I could always see that. <laughs> I was, <laughs> for whatever reason, one of the activities you had us do in drama class was we would host like, we would do our own stand-up. That was an experiment. <laughs> and that was a memory I hold so near and dear to my heart. Every once in a while, at least once every two weeks, I'll just think about how funny that was and how awesome that was and just how we got to see other people kind of do what they do and experiment. And you gave us permission to kind of, like, let our guards down. And that's really when I, I feel like I first started to see how exciting it is to kind of gently push out of our comfort zone and going for things. First of all, you know, I had amazing students, but the thing about failing in front of people is you learn that you don't die from it. <laughs> yes. You may be mortified, but 
you do survive and if it's in a loving environment, hopefully that's what directors remember is to create a secure environment. People can experiment and find what works and you're never going to do that if you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Exactly, exactly. And we're lucky and sometimes unlucky to live in the world where we do where the internet and social media is so big and huge and we just have constant access to seeing other people's work and seeing what other people are up to, good or bad. Mm -hmm. And it's really important that we, one, not necessarily compare ourselves to others and Mm -hmm. allow that to discourage us to uh, keep pushing through. But one, keep trying and understand that mistakes are encouraged. Yeah, and that's the key, isn't it, is that you really do have to fail in order to grow. Honestly, yes. Yes. I've failed so many times myself, Brian. It's just, (laughs) I don't even think we want to talk about that. The point of it is, if you continue to try things that push your boundaries, then life just gets juicier. I see that in you. I'm so excited about this idea of providing this, not only a showcase, but it sounds like a teaching tool. Do you see artists being able to utilize this, not just for uh, showcasing their efforts, but also for learning? Oh, most definitely. I like to connect with instructors and uh, other fellow artists in the community and have them host workshops and share their own experiences and break down some of their own advice and learning lessons and Use this as an opportunity to help each other grow. One of the things that I would love to see, my dream is to create a space, an inclusive space, where artists with disabilities, both visible and invisible, will be able to work on a level playing field where everybody's welcome. A rainbow flag on every corner. I can see an event like yours being inclusive. And, you know, because I think those people who are on the outside looking in, and that includes a, a, a probably more people on the outside than on the inside. Um, Those are the people who are the observers. They're the artists. They're the watchers. They're the ones who can see the metaphors. I agree. I agree completely. How close do you think you are to having something even in a small way? Hmm. Well, I think this is the year, Bri. Cool. Now that I'm done with school, I'd like to dedicate more of myself to getting this up and off the ground and getting it running. So hopefully by the mid-2018, fingers crossed. Your vocal pitch rises as you're speaking. (laughs) What could that mean? (laughs) I think we're going to do it in the middle of it. (laughs) And I know you know a ton of people, but certainly I would be happy to point some people in your direction. Is there a way that people could contact you if they were interested in participating? Oh, most definitely. We actually have a website that I'm hoping, it's right now, it's just a domain, but by the end of this month, uh, we'll have a nice portal where people can contact and reach out. The website is www.m-ffest.org, and so we'll have an area where people can um, enter their email addresses, um, reach out to me personally, reach out to the rest of the team as we start building, and -hmm. just start connecting with other artists. Tell me more about the name. How did you come up with Monday through Friday Fest? It's geared toward, as I mentioned before, finances are often a huge deterrent in getting artists up and running. Mm -hmm. So um, Monday through Friday is kind of like an homage to the working class. It's kind of us saying that we see you. We know you might be working your day job and maybe you're doing what you do by day and rocking out at night but we see you and we're here to help you. 
Now, do you plan to have the festival on Monday through Friday? That's the plan. Um, hopefully, it can even be an all-week event. So we're trying to figure out those exact details. But, yeah, Monday through Friday is kind of the plan. A five-day fest, maybe even if we're lucky, a seven-day fest. Yeah. And just keep it, keep the fun going. Well, if somebody wanted to say, for instance, sponsor your festival, would they contact you in the same way? Exactly. Yes. Portal? Okay. Yes. I cool. um, also have an email address, bry at m-ffest.org, the same name as the title. And so if they wanted to reach out, they'll just reach me there and we can and hopefully it. get a nice partnership going. So Bry, what kind of advice would you give to someone who wanted to start something, whether it was a festival or a show or just wanted to have people read in their in their kitchen. What kind of advice would you give? As simple as it sounds, just do it. I feel like you already have the tools if you have a location, if you have some great friends, some great company, invite them over. Just start the conversation going. Start a great show. Have them come over. Make a nice dinner or maybe order mm-hmm. something. Make sure you uh, feed them. But <laughs> honestly, it's it's just as similar to holding a party, just getting some great people in the same room together. And once that happens, the hard part is over. But it just takes over. The energy just dominates, and you'll know immediately what you're doing. That sounds better than a party to me. The best kind of party. <laughs> Consider uh, jam sessions. That's really just a party. A bunch of musicians get together. Yeah. <laughs> and you could do the same thing with spoken artists. Making films is becoming easier technologically. And um, like at our house, we have a wall where I put no art. It's a big blank wall. And on the other side of it, I have a projector. And you can buy projectors on Amazon for under $200 now. Honestly, uh, my roommates and I just bought one ourselves. Yeah, and just have some people over and show each other your films. It's so fun. Yeah, just getting some friends over, showcasing your work, showcasing your friends' work. Start small and, and build from there. Is that what your plan is? Are you wanting to start small or are you wanting to be big from the get-go? Um, definitely starting, starting small. Um, I realize that um, with me having this vision for as long as I have, mm-hmm. I am being who I am as a person, I was rather ambitious. So I'm trying to make it a little bit more doable. Oh, that's how the best things do start. And they last that way. A lot more accessible. And starting small, just having people come over to my place and building that community and just building it from there is kind of where my mission's at right now. It's easy, easier to fall and crumble. Right, and get overwhelmed and go into massive debt. <laughs> yeah, don't want that. <laughs> it's great to be able to do something small and see it grow, and I have no doubt that what you're suggesting it has huge potential to grow. Have you thought about things like having uh, ASL uh, interpreters? Of course, most definitely. Um, we want to be incredibly inclusive and incredibly mm-hmm. welcoming. Those are always things that's on my radar, and so I'm reaching out to a lot of great folks my school offers a great ASL program, so I have a lot of connections. So I'm lucky enough to have gone to a great school that also keeps all of those things in mind. Oh, that's fantastic. And Chicago has a reputation for being accessible. Is there anything that you want to tell people about either continuing on as an artist in the face of difficulty or building something from the ground up or maybe even a specific information about the festival you're creating. I think a general statement I want to just share for artists is just reminding them that 
And I think that's one of the first things you learn as an artist, that all art is subjective. Mm-hmm. But it's important that they know that both failure and success are too. So it's dependent on how you see it. If you make one mistake and you drop it, maybe you need to reevaluate how you see failure and you allow it to push you instead of letting it drag you down. And if you win one award and you drop it, maybe you need to reevaluate success. Allow yourself to keep pushing. And as you mentioned, artists are needed more than ever right now. And the more we can get, I feel like the better the planet is going to be. I couldn't agree more. People think that history is told by the politicians and the generals and people like that. History is told by the artists always. It's shaped and told. Bri, thank you so much for being on Sally Pal today. You've been an awesome interview. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. It's time now for Concise Advice from the Interview. A short version of tips from my guest, M through F Fest founder, Bri Liggins. Here are 10 important bits of advice for festival organizers. Number 10, you must depend on other people to help you pursue your dreams. Don't be afraid of collaboration. Number nine, to meet artists, use social media, attend local college events, or go to solo shows. Meet artists after performances to let them know you're interested in supporting them and in collaborating. Number eight, starting a festival is a little like throwing a party. Start small and give your event room to grow. Number seven, when you're discouraged at the success of others, turn it around and see if you can be inspired by their success and use it to propel you forward. Number six, mistakes are encouraged. You gotta fail in order to grow. Number five, all art is subjective but failure and success are as well. You are the one who evaluates all of it. Number four, start small and build from there. Number three, planning a festival or other arts event is like planning a party. Invite people you like that you think you'll have fun with. Number two, be inclusive and welcoming you'll make friends. And the number one piece of advice from M through F Fest founder, Bry Liggins, you have the tools, you have friends, you have a room, just do it. That's it for concise advice from the interview. Check out the blog, sallypal.com for articles and podcast episodes. You can be part of the momentum that's building. Sign up for a free creator's notebook insert at sallypal.com slash join. Thank you for following, sharing, subscribing, reviewing, joining, and thank you most of all for listening. I want you to pursue your dream to have your work on the stage in front of a live audience. Sure, it's scary, but Sally Pal is here with resources, encouragement, and a growing community of people like us. I'm Sally, and this is Sally Pal.
The P-A-L in PAL stands for Performing Arts Lab. Now, I have one bit of wisdom from my husband, George, the coolest guy on the planet. George, what's your wisdom for today? It's never too late to be what you might have been. Well said, George. Well said. Excellent advice indeed. If you're downloading and listening on your drive to work or falling asleep to my late night noodling like my sister does, let me know you're out there. I want to help you create original shows for a live audience. Shout out to our brother Charlie, whose birthday is today. All the performances you've seen on stage once lived only in someone's imagination. Now, just do it. Think about you Every day I gotta stop for a minute Think about how good my life is with you in it Every day I wanna stop and think about you <laughs> I think we could all take that to heart. If you're down... I'm taking Charlie out. Oh, okay. Monday through Friday fe Monday through Friday Festival Founder Founder Monday through Friday Festival Founder Hey Bry volunteered for the multi-day Chicago International Bry volunteered for the multi-day Chicago International Bry volunteered for the multi-day International the Chicago International Movies and Music Festival. This is a long name. You can certainly see why. That's crazy. WW... I hate saying that. The website, www... The website, www.m-f... Oh my god, I got the W's out, but I couldn't get the rest. <laughs> You can sign up for a free... Oh, I also want to say uh, thank you for... Um, what is it that I keep telling people that they're following? Thank you for following. Today, I talk with Chicago's Monday through Friday festival founder, Bry Liggins. So many things you can do with this podcast. So many things you can do.